right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks. 2A, how will Notre Dame be looked at this year from the outside edition of the Always Irish Show? As always, thank you for being here, folks. Settle in. This is going to be fun. Hit subscribe if you haven't yet. You can find the program on YouTube. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps me as well. Notifications on. You know why. That way you'll be alerted every time a new episode drops. Something rattles around in whatever brain matter I have left. And you know I got to let you know about it. Twitter. Search bar. Always Irish. Rat. Always Irish Inc. Emails. Always Irish ND at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want me. You can get me. Call in line. Seems to be working fine. About time. 312-988-15. If you want to tell Johnny all you heard and seen. Fighting Irish Wire every damn day. Tune in, type it in Google, Fighting Irish Wire, and then read what we write about your favorite team. Welcome in. Welcome back. As always, thank you for being here. I don't know why I'm in a good mood. I'm just kind of in a good mood today. It's rare. Don't question it. Just let me roll with it. As you all know, this is not going to be breaking news to you folks. Notre Dame is quite polarizing. From the outside, sure. Everybody hates us. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Like when I say it's Notre Dame against the world, everybody hates Notre Dame, everybody wants Notre Dame to fail. Yeah, I like that. That's the point. I want us to be that team. I want us to be that group that everybody has circled to hate. That means you're doing something right. It means you've done a lot right when you're in that privileged position. And it is. It's a privileged position to be one of the few programs everybody wants to see fail every week. That's that's a privilege, and it's one we've earned over the last 100 years. The last 30, not so much. Okay? So nationally, from the outside, every other fan base, whatever. They all hate Notre Dame and we love it. I love it. But even internally, the last month and a half in Notre Dame land has shown we disagree a lot and often. But at the end of the day, that group, we're all generally pulling from the same end of the rope, just have different ideas how to get to the, uh, pull it across the finish line, right? But for the purposes of today's discussion, I want to focus on the circle outside Notre Dame. So when I say outside our Notre Dame circle, I mean other fans, national media, beat guys of the teams we play, idiot fans online, all of it. That's outside. Not anybody in the day-to-day milieu of worrying about Notre Dame. Outsiders. Groups that are already opposed to Notre Dame and don't want us to be good. How are they going to judge us this year? There's a really easy answer. The big three. The big three. That's how. That is how the perception of what Notre Dame is, is going to be built. The big three. Regular fans are going to watch their team and their conferences every week, all these other run-of-the-mill Saturdays, until these three primetime matchups. 
where they're all going to pour themselves a bunch of drinks and root against Notre Dame. Okay? And they're going to watch it and enjoy it if things go bad for us. In the meantime, I'm worried about NC State early in the year, tricky road trips to Duke and Louisville and where they're built in the schedule. Make no mistake about it. The big three are what's going to move the needle perceptually for Notre Dame. And largely, I guess that's what I'm referencing. Notre Dame's perceptual standing in the whole landscape of college football. I feel like last year it was trending up with a lot of energy and excitement around the beginning of the Freeman era. A young guy with energy, a vibrant personality, a a diehard recruiting effort guy. All of that. Okay? So you add that last year and all that excitement. Then you add the year. Then you add kind of an iffy winner with, with some things with recruiting and the coaching hires that didn't go smoothly. There's I, I, I don't want to get into it any more than that. They didn't go smoothly in a couple of these areas. And, and that's a little unstable. The staff uh, change. Now what's going to happen? Now's your next chance to prove what you're going to be. The big three. Okay. So you have these dual tracks. Us in the Notre Dame circle looking at the totality of the year. 10 and 2, 11 and 1. Nobody wants to drop back to single digit win. Like we have all the the big picture scope of overall record and what that's going to mean. Perceptually, nationally, you have three chances. You have three chances. And I say that because Notre Dame can lose a couple dumb games, uh, whatever dumb games and everything, and, 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 then, and then beat Clemson on the road. And that's going to get a lot more attention than us losing like a Marshall or Stanford last year. Like those losses play bigger to us inside than they do nationally. But when you get in one of those big three, that's all anybody's going to care about that week. Regardless of your record or any other dumb games you lost, those are the moments that are going to shape the perception. The big three, which brings me to the actual big three. They're the same big three as last year. And that's interesting because it's a really nice year one to year two test. When you have three top high-quality programs that you're playing two years in a row, you won one out of three last year. It's year two. People want to see incremental progress. You better get two out of three this year, Marcus. You better get two out of those three minimum. And oh, by the way, one of them has to be USC. It just has to be. It has to be. As much as I love Marcus Freeman and his personality and all that, you don't get to start 0-2 against USC. I don't care if Jesus is coaching the team. I love the guy. You can't start out 0-2 against a hated rival. And from the Notre Dame end, you should also have payback in mind for getting clowned in L.A., Payback for handing Williams to Eisman and on a silver platter in Hollywood. Payback for him writing F Notre Dame 
on his nails like an L.A. pretty boy would. For all those reasons, I don't care the other whatever. You got to win that one of the big three. Have to have it. 100%. Next, I'd argue that the USC, uh, the Ohio State game is huge because of where it is in the schedule. Being the first of the big three, here's the key to this. The key to that is Notre Dame's got to be undefeated entering that game at 4-0. and So when you look at the schedule, I'm not that worried about Navy. I'm not that worried about Tennessee State, CMU. NC State away is tricky. It's one of them ball games I'm already saying. I don't care the score, just win. Every year, Notre Dame has some of these landmines hidden. And I say, this is one of those games I'm not going for pretty points. Win it, and we move on. We have bigger fish to fry. So the entire key to me of this Ohio State game being as big as it should be and needs to be and could be, no, it isn't us wearing the green jerseys. It's being undefeated when they come to town. So Notre Dame can't have a misstep before that moment, or it's going to ruin that moment. Then you're in a position where even if you win it, It's great, but you still already have one loss. And if you lose it, now you have two losses. We're not even halfway into the year, and you're looking at last year all over again. Fire up the Freeman questions, and then we're in trouble. Not interested. So that's the first part of these big three is you got to get to the first big one with no losses. Priority number one. Can't mess that up. So now we've looked at two of the big three. So when I make a big deal about what USC means to us existentially and the revenge factor of what happened in that abomination last Thanksgiving weekend where we got stopped on by them and out physical by them, that wasn't supposed to happen. I was told they were the soft, pretty boy team that just wanted to wing it all. They bullied us on both sides of the ball, and I'm still upset if you couldn't tell. Complete joke. But we covered USC. Then we covered Ohio State. That I made those seem so important. That pushes Clemson down to the three out of three spot. But here's the deal with that. Depending on what happens before it, nobody's going to feel like this is the third or third important game if both Notre Dame and Clemson's playoff hopes are in the line in that game in November. So all three of these games are huge for very different yet overlapping reasons for what they individually represent. All I'm saying is you got to get two out of the three this year on the win column, and one of them has to be USC. It just, it has to be. It has to be. I got to have it. I love, love, love Marcus Freeman. The way he operates, his personality, how genuine he is, the modern messaging of Notre Dame values. All of that is exactly what I want out of Notre Dame's coach. You got to beat USC though. Like it doesn't matter how much I personally love you. You can't start a losing streak against USC. 
So, nationally, Notre Dame has three chances to make hay. Turn some ads, gain some national respect. Get it done. Let's have some fun.